Hello and welcome to Thrill Seekers, arguably the worst known movie podcast on the internet. My name's Ned, and joining me on this dystopian nightmare this week are Matt. Hello. And Steve. Hello. <laughs> I didn't realise how far I was sitting away from a mic. <laughs> you were not ready. Well, you said, are yeah. you ready? There was literally 25 minutes where we were talking about, okay, we'll do the intro. Count it down. And you're leaning back here. Oh, man. Arms above your head, five miles away from the microphone. Hello. <laughs> Sound like I just fell down a hole. <laughs> Or just come back from the hole. I was going to say, you get louder. Yeah. <laughs> come back to Earth. Just about climbing out of a hole. <laughs> Digging himself out the well. Hello. Well, that was as professional as we ever are. Yeah. yeah cool. As cool. in, not. <clears throat> yeah. Utter shit. It's all bands, isn't it? Okay, so before we get onto the, uh, onto the main theme, because we've sacked off the, the roundup bit, because it went on for fucking forever. <laughs> I want to quickly mention that me and Matt went to see the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yeah, we did. At the Odeon Cinema this week. Yep. And that was awesome. And he got me thinking <laughs> about standout visits that you've had to the cinema. Yeah. So those ones that stick out in your head from years gone by. I've got a couple. I think everyone's got some. There's two or three in mine that involve Matt. Yeah. Okay. Who seems to be at all, all the big them. ones. <laughs> 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 and I was just wondering if you two had got any, uh, any that you can bring to mind just as a... Well, I know, they're not, I know they're not fondly uh, received. Not necessarily the film, just the message. Just the, the experience of that yeah, yeah, yeah. trip. So, I think most recent memory is probably uh, the first Star Wars of the latest trilogy. Yeah. Okay. Which the name escapes me at the minute. Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Oh, Star Wars. I had Star Trek. Oh. I was literally thinking Chris Pine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. No. <laughs> Uh, I think because I've been waiting so long and there's, there's massive build-up of Star Wars and, uh, yeah. you know, the group of people I went with, it was, um, we had a nice day out. And we got there, we went to Birmingham and, like, you had uh, Darth Vader and all the stormtroopers and everything. It was just a good build-up. Yeah. and Yeah, was uh, cool. Yeah, we went to see it at the, um, the, I, the IMAX, I think it was. Mm-hmm. The one in Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, was, it was just a lot of fun. And I remember all the nostalgia all the reasons that people don't really like Force Awakens all the, the die hard fans the, the nostalgia and the the, uh, uh, the pandering to like, the fans and stuff yeah um, no, I loved that because it's exactly, yeah, it's exactly the sort of kick that I wanted we've, um, had this, we've had this conversation several times over the years yeah so it was it was a crowd pleaser and um, yeah the whole experience I think that was, that was great it's probably one of the most recent memories yeah, that I can a, think of pretty, you just reminded me as well because I've got a couple in my head and one that I'd forgotten all about until you've just said was when Phantom Menace got released. Oh, yeah. So that was, what, 99, 2000-ish? Oh, something like that, yeah. So it would have been old enough, me and Matt would have been old enough to go kind of on our own. You probably would have been 12, maybe. In 2000, yeah. Yeah. And I can remember that came out, me and one of our friends, uh, Chris or Welly, we got really, really excited about it and walked from our houses because we used to live on the streets parallel to each other to the cinema to watch it oh wow well, <laughs> yeah. okay and it's only five or six miles but yeah when you're 15 16 it's that's a tr- now it's a trick, yeah. yeah and that was that was an experience that stood out in my head now and yeah. i've forgotten all about it so i'm glad you said star wars because it's just brought it back yeah so that was that was that was a good a good cinema visit have you got any Matt? um yeah i've got a jurassic park jeepers creepers rogue one 
fucking hell. Force Awakens, <laughs> Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, Avengers and the Lost Boys. <laughs> I mean, you don't need to name all, all in order. <laughs> every single cinema memory. <laughs> no, it's... Um, <laughs> every time I've been to the cinema. <laughs> since I was six. No, from, from when I was younger, I remember I watched Jurassic Park about... I must have watched it about 12 times or something. And was you old was, enough to go see it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah well, I went to see it. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was only two days younger than me. <clears throat> Yeah, it was. Um, it was just a good experience. It was like, obviously just cinematic, and the bit with the the T Rex when he with the water and stuff. Yeah, and all of the sound of the boom of the. It's like oh my god, <laughs> the speakers were nuts. Yeah, well, I I remember going to see Jurassic World three, uh, Jurassic World Jurassic Part three, which yeah. obviously isn't as good at the yeah. cinema. I seen Jurassic Park three. <laughs> it was released at the cinema. Yeah, um, but because obviously I wasn't there for Jurassic Park, yeah. it was yeah, quite yeah. fun to see the sounds and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. in yeah. the cinema, it was, that's good. I can imagine Jurassic Park. I'd love it if I, they brought that back. In I was going to say I can't. Yeah. I can't wait for them to do that. They will at some point. Yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll be there. Like I sense something. I fucking like. love that film still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Jeepers Creepers, I remember watching that and I had to walk home and I absolutely shit my pants. <laughs> and it, I shouldn't have because I watch it now and I'm like, it's, yeah, it's creepy, but I shouldn't have been as scared as I was and I was shitting myself. <laughs> There's two or three, you've seen a lot of horror films. There's two or three that you say scared you that yeah. I find odd. Yeah. That's one and Darkness Falls <laughs> is the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah. you've seen some brutal things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're the ones that stand out. It turns out I'm just scared of the two fairy. <laughs> <laughs> just quickly because I can't remember yeah. but quickly back to Jurassic Park yeah. and we'll move on um, was that one of your top 90s films no it wasn't it wasn't was it no no I, I think I think I determined the top 10 of the 90s at the moment I was feeling it and okay. it's not one that I'd go to to put on okay but it's in my top 100 yeah <laughs> it's definitely top 15 yeah yeah I'd, I'd say it's a little bit more a little bit less than 10 if I put it on mine I don't think I did yeah. I think it was a, an honourable mention yeah oh, okay I might have, or did I? I don't know. I can't remember. It was, <laughs> I think it's it was two or three weeks ago and it's, it's gone. It, it's scandalous either way, but yeah, carry on. Was it on yours? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. definitely wasn't on mine then. I don't think we had a crossover. Oh, did we not? I don't think so. Okay. But again, I might be making that up. I've forgotten. It's happened, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's um, been and gone. Let us know. Star Wars Force Awakens, like you said, because it was the first one in a while. Um, I went to Nuneaton to watch it with Adam and it was, they put on like a bit of a show there as well. And that was good to see again. Then there was Last Jedi that I went to go and see with Adam again and turned out that it was a bag of shit. Yes, it is. Yep. And then Rise of Skywalker, I went again with Adam and expected it to be not as good, but I quite liked it the first time I seen it because it was sort of like Abrams was given a bag of shit and do that with it. And he said he even took steps. He created a lot of his own shit though. Yeah, he, he said he, he wouldn't have took the film in that direction if he didn't get given that shit. <laughs> Because he said all of his storyline was exhausted <laughs> by um, Ruin Johnson. <laughs> so, Ruin Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Ruin Johnson. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, again, I'm not slating Ron Johnson because he's just. No, didn't he, he make Knives Out? Knives Out is fucking amazing. Fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I, a great I, yeah, I don't. I think it's unfair. And he made Looper. Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, Looper's yeah. really good. Just stay away from Star Wars. Just, just I, leave it right. Well, I think, <laughs> I think it's unfair to judge him on, on that because, oh, yeah. again, you're coming in halfway through someone else's story. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think J.J. Abrams should have always been. Hmm. The director, if he was starting oh, yeah, the, the trilogy, through, yeah. he should have gone oh, through course, each, yeah. each trilogy. I don't think you should be swapping and changing no, no, in a trilogy. No, no. for me, no, no, I agree. It's either three individual stories with maybe a, a, an arc, yeah, yeah, or if you're telling one story, it's it. the same person. You would think, yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's different for stuff like um, Harry Potter, where they have a different, yeah, 
directors yes. because the books are out and the, the stories yeah, are out for a, you. A plot to follow, yeah, or at least like a, a, a blueprint. Yeah, I mean the the other one was Rogue One because we went to London for Star Wars Celebration and we met. Well, we didn't meet personally, but like we was in the auditorium where like Forrest Whitaker and I've seen them from afar. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like yeah. the real Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, yeah. Did he smile yeah. like you like Liv Tyler in that convention? No, he didn't. Which is weird. But uh, he saw me and he didn't. Yeah, Gwendolyn Christie did because she's fucking massive. Yeah. <laughs> she is, she she's not taller than me. She come she come out as the host and she like introduced everybody and then like, they had like twelve chairs on there and like just when people were starting to come out, people were losing their shit, including me, because like Donnie Yen <laughs> comes walking out and I'm like, that's fucking Donnie Yen. I was like, are you joking me? <laughs> And I like, honestly think Donnie Yen could walk past me in the street and I wouldn't know. Uh, yeah. Oh God. Gwendolyn Christie couldn't. Yeah. There's very few women. I'm six foot two and there's very few women that walk past me that are taller than me. <laughs> Excuse me, Gwendolyn, could you just pass me that cloud? <laughs> but yeah, um and then obviously when at the end of the panel they showed you like a trailer for Rogue One. There's sort of like a making of and then they said shut all the cameras off. And we're gonna show you all a personal trailer that no one's ever seen, and then they showed us the trailer, the actual trailer. <laughs> that they released about three weeks after it or something, which got us hyped for it. And then when we watched the film, it was just it was just amazing. Yeah, it was yeah so, I quite liked Rogue One. I think yeah. that's the best of the new ones. I love it. It's I my didn't like one. any of the three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Gareth Edwards directed it and he's, he's a proper fanboy. And he's he's just got excited on every single scene. Well, I call the making, obviously, see him and he's just like, he's like a little kid, like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe it. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. it's nostalgic as well. It's got like all the like the um, the attack just lying down in the sand and stuff, and you're just like this is epic. Yeah, because it's a continuation of. Yeah, well, it's not a continuation. It's, it's like it? in, it's... in between, slightly in between. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the backstory between. Is it two three? That I can't is remember. It three and a half, I think, something like that. Yeah, it's... something like that. I can't remember which two it sits between. Yeah, some something like that. Or four and a half. It's three and a half or four and a half. It's between um, a new. It's between Revenge of the Sith and a New Hope. Isn't yeah, it? that's it. Yeah. Yes. So three point five. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's three and a half, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the other two are obviously. I'll let you take away with that one. I can't remember what you said. I'm assuming it's the Lost Boys and Event. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the Avengers, <laughs> the Endgame Avengers, yeah. wasn't it? Yes. They did a double bill at the cinema. Yeah. What ten o'clock till midnight was Infinity War. Yeah. And then was midnight it? till was like... a, yeah midnight till whenever it finished, yeah. like three a.m. or something, because it was so long. Mm. Was Endgame. Yeah. And that was ridiculous. I've never seen, the cinema was absolutely heaving. It was on every every screen. Yeah, it was because it was yeah. midnight, so they're not showing anything else. Yeah, every screen, every screen was rammed. Yeah, and it was just full of people that wanted to be there. I thought it'd be ruined by the amount of people that were there. I thought it'd be full of kids, be or like teenagers being pain in the ass. Yeah, but it wasn't. If you're there at midnight watching the film, you're there to watch the film. Yeah, yeah. not to dick around. Yeah, and obviously, yeah, me and Matt were at that. Yeah, that was that was that was great. Mm. And then Lost Boys just because oh, it's just Lost Boys, isn't it? Yeah. Nothing special so was there. It's there was a great nothing, film. Yeah. Yeah, there was no like standout bits. The cinema wasn't full, but it wasn't empty. Yeah. And it was just seeing Lost Boys <laughs> on the big screen was ridiculous. It was. <laughs> such a good film. Yeah, such a... Oh, just, that, just that Tim Capello scene. Yeah. When he's on the pier, just, just like getting his sacks off. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. The Tim Capello scene, the Cry Little Sister soundtrack. Yeah. Just everything. I think I was singing that for weeks after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the bass as well that was hitting it at the end of like yeah. Cry Little Sister. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, I think so. Me, you and Hannah came out of that properly buzzing. Yeah. I think that's my favourite, favourite ever cinema trip. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. quite recent because it's only what, the year before the pandemic? I think it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like 2019, yeah. before take. Yeah. And, yeah, there's a couple of others. Matrix, when that came out, because they just put into the cinema, uh, I think it was Dolby, you know, the surround sound. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the scene in the corridor. 
Oh, oh wow. wow. You don't need to explain any more than that, but that was so loud, the seat was shaking. <laughs> Obviously, I was 15 when I came out, so it was just yeah. there shaking, thinking, yeah. oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so I can remember that. Uh, Jurassic Park, I can remember that. I was yeah. so excited about Jurassic Park coming out because I was a proper dinosaur dweeb when I was a kid. Yeah. I can remember, I told Hannah this a couple of weeks ago, and uh, she thought, well, she laughed at me because she thought I was a saddo. <laughs> right. I can remember there was a bit of controversy when it was coming out as to whether it would be uh, a PG or a 12. Mm. I think it was PG or 12. It was something where it was either I could watch it or I couldn't watch it. Right. And I was genuinely fearful that I might not be able to see it in the cinema. I remember, <laughs> I'm sure you told me yeah. this recently as well. Because I was like nine, I think, when it came out. Yeah. I thought if it's 12, I'm not going to be able to get in. But yeah. if it's PG, I can get in because my parents can take me. Yeah. Because, you know, in this situation, they are God. Yeah. And I can remember lying on my parents' floor when I was nine, drawing a little poster <laughs> of uh, Jurassic Park with a, a T-Rex on the front. And then in the corner, it was either, you know, like, to be or not to be, but with 12 or PG. <laughs> I really hope you kept that poster. Oh, I don't think I have. It might be in my mum's loft somewhere, but uh, it would have been shit because I can't draw for toffee. <laughs> I'm absolutely useless. I'm a talentless hack at everything. Not like me. Can't draw as good as me. Oh, oh honestly. <laughs> can I post some of your drawings on Instagram because they are fucking phenomenal <laughs> sounds good to me they just get weirder <laughs> and the, the, the last one I'll talk about briefly was My Girl oh yeah oh, okay. which is a ridiculous yeah, yeah. one to remember I think that was the first time I went to the cinema yeah it was like 1991 so I'd have been 6, 7 first tears as well I can't remember if I cried because I don't think I really understood what was happening right. at, at the age that I was at yeah because it is quite a sad film yeah, yeah. it's horrible yeah it's Brutal. horrible yeah and I yeah. bought that again. I bought that a couple of years ago on DVD or Blu-ray, and Hannah mocked yeah. me for that for liking my but girl. Has she seen it? No. Well, that, yeah, I know. Yeah. because I'm pretty sure Becky hasn't seen it either. Yeah, yeah. she just uh, assumes it would be shit. It <laughs> gave me grief, and will give me grief <laughs> when she listens to this because I've called her out on it on air. <laughs> so all Joe all Joe Pesky needed then was just some bees. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it's like four, 30 years old. You yeah. can spoil that, surely. <laughs> Probably, yeah. But yeah, Macaulay Corkin does not like bees. No. But yeah, anyway, that was... <laughs> that was different, weren't it? Yeah. Probably as long as our weekly roundup. Yeah, it's about tw- <laughs> 20 minutes in. We just don't know how to shut up. Sound, it's all good. So our main theme for this week, as we've already mentioned, is dystopian films. Do you want to just tell the listeners what three films we're, we're going to listen to or review uh, yeah so I've got Equilibrium first then 12 Monkeys and then Big Bad Battle Royale I'm being biased there because I picked that one so it gets a little bit of a primer nice <laughs> and we'll start with Equilibrium which was my pick for this week cool uh, released in 2002 directed by Kurt Wimmer who also did the film Ultraviolet and the, apologies and the new Children of the Corn Oh. I say new. new. I mean, it was like 2020 or something. Ah, yeah. isn't yet? Didn't he do the Total Recall remake as well? I think ah, he, I think okay. he was a writer. I don't know if he directed. Oh, ah, okay. And there's another there's another remake he wrote. And I can't remember what it was. It's also shit. Oh, mm. uh, the notable <laughs> cast in this film is Christian Bale, Sean Bean, Beast, and my rating. Oh, I'll give you my synopsis first. The world has ended. The civilization that survives has strong feelings about not expressing feelings and struggles to not express those feelings under fear of death because <laughs> of feelings. Christian Bale plays an enforcer of these rules and hunts down the pansies whilst a fellow enforcer shouts angrily, af- often at Bale, about him having feelings. 
My rating for this is 7.5. I love this film. It's ridiculous. And the action scenes are amazing. Yep. I enjoyed the uh, that synopsis. <laughs> 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 yeah. It was very similar to... It, it reminds me of the... the Oh, the one that I've really heard. heard. Whoa, the pre- yeah, predestination, is it? Predestination, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a good film. Go and watch it. Yeah, it's good. Oh, uh, Ned. Uh, uh, if, uh, shall I go to Matt first? I guess I'll let Matt go first. I think Matt's going to be more positive. Yeah, okay. Oh, 100%. Um, I hated it, so 8 out of 10. Brilliant. <laughs> oh. No, actually, uh, I loved it. Oh, um, I'm just, I can't tell which one of those is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I loved it. It's, I watched it years ago, and again, I love the storyline of it. Bale, Bean... <laughs> Bale Beans Bale Beans Briefly Bean Bale Bean and the other Sean Pertwee Oh yeah yeah He's only briefly obviously. Bale Bean and Pertwee Yeah Bale Bean and Pertwee The law firm But yeah I'll give it an 8 out of 10 Nice Go on then Ned you downer Debbie downer Well I said last week I don't know if I said this on air or not I think I did when you picked it when you said what we were going to be watching Yeah That I can remember this film being bang average when I watched it when I was younger and I watched it again this week and I was wrong. It's utter shit. No! <laughs> and I've given it a 2 out of 10 because it is absolute bollocks. So, uh, this is, before anyone starts, this is the equivalent of if you gave the synopsis of The Matrix, The Wizard of Oz, and 1984 to a teenager and told them to write something they thought was cool. You would get this. There is no way on this earth that this, this is... This is what... Are you going to say it's... There's no way this is worse than Cube. It is a million times worse than Cube. <laughs> Watch the Cube... Then realise how much <laughs> trash that you've just watched. <laughs> and then watch Equilibrium and tell me that this is for... Cube is a well-made, oh, tightly packed, 350k budget film. This is a £20 million mess. <laughs> I just think... The I mean, difference. Oh, the action. between <laughs> good films and bad films is phenomenal. This is... T- the action. The action is the worst bit. This film is sold on Gunkana, or whatever it's called. Me and Steve's head just both went... <laughs> awful. It's so bad. It's so childish. It's not like a martial arts film. A martial arts film is... Uh, the choreography in a martial arts film is a dance and the camera is static and flows around and you can see the movements. This has 45 edits in 30 seconds because they don't know how to do choreography. It's awful. Awful, awful, awful. I'm so angry I've just hit the table by accident. This is an episode that we need to video record. <laughs> This, this I is, passionately this, hate this. This is going to end in either, in either me or Ned leaving this podcast. Oh, um, people are allowed to like it. Good, because they should. It's yeah. the movie equivalent of being a flat earther, but you're allowed to like it. Do you prefer this over Sonic? Yes. Uh, no. No, of course he doesn't. He gave it a two. I gave Sonic a two as well. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah give Sonic a two. Actually, I don't know. I oh. think... Uh, they're probably both... This is better than Sonic. <laughs> This is better than Sonic. So the action scenes, <laughs> oh. the action scenes completely had me. I am one of those that and loved they, all the action scenes. I, loved it. <laughs> I know how robotic it is. I expect it from Matt. <laughs> I loved it. A lot of, a lot of it was shot in, um, in the dark, and you had the flashes of the gunfire mm. that was showing what was happening. It was Ace. The beginning, <laughs> the opening scene when he oh, sli- the hinges when he slides sh- in on the door. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking cool. Man. Yeah, I love literally that. awful. Yeah, oh, so an attempt at being cool, I'll accept. <laughs> Not cool. It was absolutely cool. When he first said it about um, it's like the gun cutter, and then they said, "Oh, it's, it's is it cutter, not Karna? Something like Cutter, that, yeah. yeah cause the gun cutter, if you stand there and then obviously you've got the, the best optimal range for killing people, but you're also dodging bullets. I was a bit low. At the beginning, I was like, well, he isn't moving. He's just moving his arms. But then towards the end on the last scene and Christian Bale, he's moving around like a fucking... It shows you. Kung Fu master. I was like, yes, love this. He's moving around like they think he's a Kung Fu master. <laughs> What's happening is it's not clever editing. 
it's bad editing that makes it look a little bit like they know what they're doing. And I'm not slagging Christian Bale off because the reason this has got two is because Christian Bale manages to convey an emotion that the film doesn't deserve. Yeah. <laughs> Get off your tiny, tiny horse. <laughs> like the one at the uh, Litchfield. <laughs> I thought, yeah. Inside Jay. Yeah, massively. Unless he was at Oktoberfest in Litchfield four years ago. That makes no sense to anyone. I, I thought it was an interesting concept. Yeah, I'll agree, I'll agree with that. And I thought, for the most part, they did a decent job. I think the the problem with it is that although it's an interesting concept uh, of a civilization where they're banning feelings and emotions because that causes a lot of problems, um, is that everything has feelings in it. Like, yeah. you know, you, yeah. everything they convey. There, there was no way they were going to go through this film and have any dialogue mm. that didn't convey any emotion yeah so it does fall on its ass a lot yeah it does, because yeah. of that yeah but aside from that i thought it was a good film yeah. i thought it was it's nothing it's nothing major it's not a piece of cinematic no, i'm not sitting here thinking that you think it's like a world beater <laughs> no this is more like more combat for me was a lot of fun <laughs> this film is a lot of fun with an interesting concept of a story but it's not the best made film that you're going to watch. Mm. Um, so I, I can understand why you might not like it. I think a two is dramatically harsh. Oh, but shit. If there's no Christian Bale or no puppy, this yes. is a nil. I, <laughs> I would, know, that would be ridiculous. It would probably still be one or two. Yeah. I mean, Christian Bale does, does save a lot of this film. Uh, yeah. And unfortunately, Sean Bean doesn't get a chance to do much with this film. But yeah, I would yeah. like more Bean. Yeah, yeah, always, yeah. Will, be. always yeah. will be. Always will be. I always want Sean Bean to die because you know it's his standard by now. But I want him to die later than yeah, yeah. yeah. twenty is, minutes. He is the man Hollywood won't let live. But. Talking about that scene <laughs> there where he does die, it's like I love that part where he's just holding the book up. Yeah, that and, wasn't he's, bad. And, and he's just sort of putting it up, and you just know what's coming. And he's like, "Don't, hmm. don't!" And then you hear his gun cock sort of thing, and he's just like, "Oh shit, Bean's dead." <laughs> but I noticed as well that when he actually got shot through the book, when the body goes back like this. It's not Sean Bean. I paused it on the thing and I'm like, that is not Sean Bean. So I reckon at some point he's gone, I'm not filming another fucking death. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got somebody else to sit in for it because it's not Sean Bean. Do you, think he was sat, do you think he was sat in his trailer having a strop of his arms? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I no, do no, we it. need this scene. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I was Sean, promised 40 minutes. Yeah, Sean, we've already <laughs> seen it. We've, we've already done it, mate. And then well, obviously when he's lying there, when he's dead, you don't see his head. <laughs> So, so I'm pretty sure that Sean Bean didn't. Yeah, maybe they only yeah, they, they paid him by the hour and they couldn't afford, couldn't yeah. afford another hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they needed 10 more seconds to shoot him in the head and he put it up slowly rather than fast. Yeah. He's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> he got an extra 40k out of that. Yeah. I, yeah. Hope that, I hope that's true. But that poem that he says as well, when he's like, tread on my, uh, my, my dreams are underneath me or something, tread, tread, tread lightly because you're treading on my dreams. I mean, yeah. if you're going to bring a quote up, yeah. at, least, at least write it down. I should have written it down. It was a poem, but um, I watched it with it I watched it with Elaine, and she quoted it before he said it. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "That was hot." <laughs> yeah, intelligent people Matt, are hot. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's thirsting again for no reason. It's not over equilibrium. No. He's good thirst after his own girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying it's a lot. It's not a lot. It's just not really relevant. <laughs> oh, actually, did Elaine like it? Oh, she loved it. Yeah, oh. yeah, because yeah, she's normal. So. <laughs> We're less talk- intelligent than I was just giving her credit for <laughs> we've talked sorry <laughs> we've talked about action. does she listen sorry does she listen to this yeah sorry <laughs> we've talked about this these action scenes that you hated um, oh yeah passionately awful terrible but you can't tell me that some of the coolest 
gunfight scenes in film, <laughs> right? No, does uh, not a pastiche of the Matrix done badly on film. Pastiche. Shut up and listen to my words. <laughs> but they're going to annoy me, and they're wrong. <laughs> that that this that I'm this clipping, scene. I'm that this scene does not. <laughs> I think I probably did clip like an absolute <laughs> bastard during that. The scene when Preston disarms the guards, two guards with their shotguns and shoots them in their face. Oh, yes. There's some fucking cool shit. Yeah. I don't care whether you think Is all it? the rest of them yeah. are like edited badly or whatnot. That one, isn't all the mad shit of the normal action scenes. That's just a cool fucking scene. Is that oh, the... Uh, oh, is, this isn't the one where he did that stupid flip, is it? Ah, oh, that's the one I'm on about as well, with the bike or Awful. something. He just jumps upside like down and shoots about? in midair. No, that's not the same one. No, but that's a fucking amazing scene. Like, I can't remember all of them because the film bored me. I will accept that there's probably one or two that looked okay and that mm. would probably be one of them if it wasn't badly edited and the, the silliness that they tried to explain why he wouldn't have got shot in the head 95 times, which yeah. he would have done. Yeah. Because it's so precise. Um, <laughs> there's precise and there's not moving. Right. Star Wars, right. The yeah. stormtroopers carry lasers and they miss oh. fucking everything. <laughs> I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, but you are right. <laughs> be honest, they, they do miss everything. I think actually, completely going off topic, I'm sure. And if you Google it, if anyone's listening, just Google it. Yeah. Someone did a study of uh, worked out the percentages of shots that the stormtroopers hit versus the percentage of shots that real people in war hit. And yeah. they were way higher. Oh, really? I'm sure <laughs> I've read that. I'm sure that, and they were like, these are elite. Most people miss. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because most people can't fight guns. Oh, and I'm sure, I can remember, but that was years ago. But they're foreign bullets and these are foreign lasers. Oh yeah, I assume the principle's still the same. The kickback's probably less. So I've that... never fired a laser or a gun, so... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I could be way out of here, but a laser would be light and you'd travel at the speed of light and so you, you wouldn't would have so. bullet drop pew, or anything pew. like that. It would just <laughs> fucking laser. I, d- I don't think they took that into account. <laughs> they should have. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sci-fi film right um, and uh, so one of the quotes one of the quotes I loved again this is going to just go over your head because you don't give a shit about this film it is I think it's towards the end and it's like you gave yourself in without incident and he's like oh, yeah, no yeah. not without incident and you're like yeah. you know shit's going down because he just gets up and just kicks all of their yeah. ass yeah yeah it's cool as fuck look at that one mm. on the bottom look at that one on the bottom it keeps changing <laughs> yeah no, you can yeah. just read it out I just wanted to prove that I was on the same page Oh, was it the same quote? Yeah, same yeah. quote. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, and then he goes, I'm coming. Yeah. Let's I mean, see if I wrote it down. They are, no, of course you didn't. They, <laughs> they are, no, I wrote down, Tay Diggs was useless. Oh, yeah, he's a fucking smarmy bastard in that film. But <laughs> yeah. then again, that's oh, no, his role. Oh, no, he's terrible acting, not his character. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. I, didn't I mean, like I just love... I didn't, I didn't write down a quote. I love the over-the-top action scenes. Yeah. And the Steven Seagal shit at the end when he was fighting the father. Yeah. With all the hands. Yeah, that. oh, that's the oh. bit I was on about where there was too many edits for that to be yeah, really close to yeah. being actual yeah. filmmaking. Yeah, that bit was no, really ridiculous. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. It was, but it's glorious. Yeah. The, a, I'm a, fully sold. A quote yeah. from the, have you seen Ultraviolet, the next film? Uh, I think the I have. Well, well, you, sure. well, the next film that Kurt Wimmer. Oh. I keep wanting to say Kevin because of the footballer <laughs> now. Yeah. The next um, film that Kevin Wimmer, the footballer made. Done with Mijovich. Yes. I don't know if I did. It got banned. It's not good. Okay. But there was a apparently there was a disagreement on this film, and you might have written this down. And I apologise, I'm taking it away from the trivia section. Yeah, I between the director and the choreographer, both of whom I can only assume don't know what they're doing. <laughs> and the director, Wimmer, wanted the gun Carter Carna, whatever it is, to be smooth. Yeah, and the direct uh, the choreographer wanted it to be jerky. Yeah, and obviously the director the choreographer won because it is jerky; it's not smooth. Yeah, 
So in the next film, there's a quote from Wimmer saying that that's turned out how he wanted it to turn out. Mm. And I'm only bringing that up because Ultraviolet is also crap. <laughs> right. And there's, there's very little purpose other than to pile into Kurt Wimmer for his bad films. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like the roboticness of the uh, choreography because it, mm. it does remind me of your poor man's Matrix. But uh, Yes. But the whole, the whole civilization and society is that way. So it would be odd if it, oh, yeah. if it wasn't that way. The whole, you know, it's, it's very... Yeah, no feelings. Uh, yeah, no feelings. Very um, not human. It's very robotic civil way of living. The whole the whole film, the whole civilization is yeah. about that, yeah. and that's it's getting at it's getting at um, what makes us human. Yeah, and it's oh, everyone. You're putting a lot of stu- your stuff onto something that's not there. Oh, <laughs> in the fighting, <laughs> not in the setting. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, but that that lends itself towards. That's why it, for me it's fine because it. it it lends itself towards the environment they're in. I just for a film that is teed up based on its new martial arts style, which yeah. is its selling point, because it's not selling itself as a rip-off of three or four other films, because mm. that's silly. It's setting itself up. The whole advertising for this was, look how cool this is. This is new. This is yeah. This is a different fighting technique, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. But I just think it was, if that's your pitching point, it needs to look better than a nine-year-old's done it. And that's all it looks like to me. It looks amateurish. It looks clownish. That wasn't my appeal. Oh, maybe not, but that's what the film was pitched as. I think, or from what I've read. I'm not sure. I can't remember when it came out because it just passed me by. For me, the appeal was, again, like the the environment they they were in and the Mm. idea of... Yeah, I like dystopian films, so I I have watched it before. Libya. The the big city Libya, weren't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. This just missed me completely. Yeah. This is like, well, this is exactly the opposite of me and you and Cube last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One got me, didn't get you, and this is just the complete opposite. I just didn't like it. Yeah, interesting. But I would never. I know I'm taking the piss out of the director and the people that made it, but I would never dis like think less of someone for liking it. You're allowed to like whatever you want. Mm. Yeah, because it's good. Yeah. I like the uh, the name of them as well, clerics. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just realised what you said. I said it quiet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like the fact that they're called clerics as well. I like that. That was the first thing I wrote down. Grammaton yeah. Cleric dash written by a high schooler. D- and then, then they burst through the door. And yeah. I put a little arrow to it, high schooler again. Because that was my overriding thought that this was made by a teenager. Yeah. Maybe it was. I've got no idea how old Kurt Wimmer is. I'm not Googling I'm not sure, actually. If he was 17 when he made this, I will give him a forgiveness. <laughs> Let me look at that. I was out of high school at 17. He's 57 now. Oh, it wasn't a teenager when you made this then? No. No, he was your age. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt, come on, mate. Come on, Kurt. Mind you, if we, uh, if we wrote a film... I oh, would, mine would be <laughs> awful. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine it'd be any better. We can't do a podcast. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Although, I'm going to die on this hill. Uh this podcast is no worse than that film for what it's meant to be. <laughs> that film is as amateur as this is. <laughs> if you completely miss the point of the film, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, you can <laughs> have a, By that logic, any point of any film would give it a 10, regardless of the execution of said point. Oh, I've, no. even made, I've even made a notice and the gunfight at the end was just like The Matrix. Come on, mate. <laughs> How long has it been since you watched The Matrix? I didn't think it was. Uh, I watched it two days ago. I thought... No, <laughs> 
course it is. I don't know why the, I buy it every, every time you do that. I'm like, really? <laughs> what? I'm so easily lulled. No, it's been a while. I, I been a while. thought this film was a lot less like The Matrix than I remembered. Yeah. I th- I thought there was there was elements of The Matrix in there. Mm. But yeah, I, definitely. I, but I thought it was... I remembered it being a lot closer to what The Matrix was yeah. than it is. I think arguably it's closer to 1984 than The Matrix in kind of theme and setting and... Uh, I'm not sure if I've seen that. Not 1984. Or read it. The book, George Orwell. Nope. Nope. Oh, well, okay. Read it or watch it. It's similar to this. That. Yeah. But, okay. Right. But good. Yeah. I know both as well that Ty Diggs only knows one move with a samurai sword. <laughs> before, but before, to match his facial expression. Of yeah. which he only oh, come on, as well. When he, gets, when he fucking slices him up. Oh. That's cool. I did yeah, enjoy yeah. that. I just love the fact that he like slice, slice, and then whoosh, and then yeah. he just steps away, and that's it. And then he does like the slow sort of like put down with his sword, like that bail does, and then you just see his face just, just I liked, drop off. I, I did like, like the way uh, he killed Ty Diggs. I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah. But he kills everybody so quickly and so easily that it was kind of not a big full stop in it because he was never threatened at yeah. any point. There was yeah. never once in this film where you thought Christian Bale's character, yeah. John Preston, was it? Yeah, Preston, yeah. Where you yeah. thought Preston might be in danger because yeah. he was just invincible and nobody else fired bullets. Yeah. But they previously fought and it was pretty even. Uh, yeah, but in the training thing, yeah. they weren't five. Yeah, but he was never in danger. Yeah. I noticed that he had no blood on him at all. And then right at the very end... That's because he moves out of the way of blood specs as well. As well. <laughs> it's, it's written in a diagram with angles. <laughs> no, I mean, like, he, he, didn't, he didn't have any like wounds or anything. And then because he went through all of that uh, the last 15 minutes, he got through to the father, killed the father, and then he had no blood on him whatsoever. And then he goes through to the main control room to blow the TVs and stuff up, and he had a massive slice on his neck. Mm. I thought, fucking hell, someone's got him there. <laughs> but not in that. 20 minute scene that was the biggest fight of the whole film my favourite bit was the low rent version of the corridor scene in the Matrix yeah where he killed some people had multiple things Ammos. up his sleeves yeah like a magician fucking love that and then <laughs> you shouldn't and then that bit doesn't bother me it's the bit when he finishes yeah. he's just about to finish and he yeah. turns around and there's five people with machine guns standing in front of him yeah and I'm still supposed to believe that he's not going to get full of bullets <laughs> because of his angle knowledge. Yeah, he's, good like, he's not a magician. He's, he's not a magic man. He's, he's not good a good superhero. Cutter, though, isn't he? He's like the master of the cutter. You can be as good <laughs> as you want. He's not faster than a bullet. I can accept Neo because there's rules in the film that explain why Neo can go faster than bullets because it's a program. Yeah. I can accept that because that is... It's not common sense. It makes sense in the rules of the film. Yeah. The little bit of training that they showed you early on oh, yeah. of a man standing there with some protractor shit around him yeah. isn't enough to say <laughs> you can move out of the way of a bullet <laughs> I mean it is <laughs> well, apparently it is yeah <laughs> and everybody training with not guns but thrusting their fingers forwards yep. uh, in yeah. that dojo it was like yep. yeah that's cool <laughs> it was that bit was alright I didn't actively hate that bit yeah but it wasn't really, there wasn't anything to hate or like, it was just a scene. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like it when he first starts feeling as well, and then he comes out and he starts crying on the pavement. I thought that was quite emotional. That was yeah, quite yeah, yeah I, think, I think the general's and obviously Mary, story was quite Mary, when she goes into, well, she has to step into that oven. Yeah, and that he, was he gets there just oh, yeah, too that was horrible. Oh, that was dreadful, that <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. Christian Bale's performance was good, yeah. considering. Yeah, yeah. But it always is. She had great eyes, by the way. <laughs> they were so blue. They were very blue, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 
Maybe I'll give it three out of ten. <laughs> Lovely eyes. <laughs> yes, you're welcome, Mary. Uh, okay, let's <laughs> let's move on. Uh, next up, we've got Twelve Monkeys. Twelve Monkeys. That is my film. It is indeed. Right, Twelve Monkeys. So uh, the runtime is two hours nine minutes. It was made in 1995, and it was directed by Terry Gilliam. Beast. Whose work includes The Holy Grail, Jabberwocky. <laughs> I forgot he'd done that. Alamish <laughs> Fishfinger. <laughs> yeah, Jabberwocky was another one we did in the practice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Time Bandits, Meaning of Life, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Fucked up film. I forgot he'd done that. I know. I so forgot he did up. this. Yeah. Actually, yeah, me too, till I started watching it. Uh, the Brothers Grimm and The Imaginary of Dr. Panassus. Didn't like that, but that was taken out of his hands, really, when Never seen died. Yeah, oh, yeah, because it was average. Replaced, yeah. Yeah, it was, I think it, it could have been better if he'd have managed to see it through as yeah. intended. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the synopsis is, in a future world... Dev- I'll start again. The synopsis <laughs> is, in a future world devastated by disease, a convict is sent back in time to gather information about the man-made virus that wiped out most of the human population on the planet. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Okay. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it. I'd probably given it a high rating if I'd have seen it back in the day. Is this the first time you've seen oh, it? Oh, this yeah, is the this first, is first time I've seen time, it. Oh, really? Yeah, this is the first time I've seen it. Um, I wasn't bored at any point because I liked how it kept flashing between the years and he kept going back and coming back mm. again and thinking, for fuck's sake, stop sending me like, to the wrong place. You're meant to know shit what you're doing. Um, again, Brad Pitt was awesome because he's amazing in everything. And I actually believed he was crazy. Yes, throughout the whole film, <laughs> I thought he's, he's a nutcase. Brad Pitt massively bumps up this film. Oh yeah, he's yeah. incredible. His yeah, static yeah, yeah. eye helps sell that so much. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think I read that they painted contact lenses. For yeah, him oh, yeah, and put it in, into his eye just to make him look fucking nuts. But yeah, seven out of ten. Loved it. Or liked it. At seven out of ten. It's difficult to know. Or oh, hated it. Yeah. With you. Yeah, yeah. Despised hated it. it. Seven. seven out of ten. <laughs> I I think this is a really good film. I gave it nine out of ten. Okay, this is the third or fourth time that I've seen it though. Yeah, so I've seen it a lot. So I'll probably get little bits. I'm watching extra stuff now because I've seen the film. I know the plot well enough. Yeah, but I just think it's a really really well made film. Yeah, I'm always hit and miss with Gilliam films. Right, there's a lot that I like and there's a lot that I don't like. Yeah, I either really like them or really really dislike them. Mm. But I thought I think this is I think this is good. I think some strong performances. I like the idea. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it looks good. I think the the, the camera work, the cinematography. I think everything's. Yeah, man. Pretty good. Yeah. Well, very good. Nine. <laughs> yeah, I gave this an eight. Um, I think for a film about time travel, it does okay. Um, yeah, it manages most, to hold together. <laughs> yeah, most time travel films, you know, fall over themselves left, right, and centre. Yeah. I think this is this is done pretty well. Um, I did think this isn't Bruce's strongest performance, and I yeah. don't think it's a lot of people's strongest performance. Or is they're just completely overshadowed. I can't make my mind up. By yeah. Brad Pitt being by Brad Pitt being ridiculous. so good. Yeah. <laughs> so I I can't make my mind up. No one's bad in it. No, no, not but, at all. But I do think he steals the show a little bit. Yeah. Um but no, I thought I, th- I think this is really good. I think so it was an interesting idea. I always forget how the world looks in the present mm. with Bruce Willis. I don't no, know yeah. why. I just always forget it. It's, but I thought it was quite cool looking. Yeah. It's a bit odd that they're a little bit um, almost reverted back in time with, with how everything looks and yet they're so advanced that they can do time travel. Yeah. Yeah. But that aside... Oh, you mean in the future present? 
Yeah, proper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah as in in Bruce Willis. In, in Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very. Yeah. Everything. All the machinery is old looking. It well. reminded me of Bioshock, quite a bit. Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah. The way it was all yeah, like yeah. sort of like Big Daddy, sort of like machinery and. Yeah, yeah. Bioshock's very Art Deco, isn't it? Yeah. This is an Art Deco, but I know what you, I know what you mean with it. Yeah, it looks just, older than it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I thought this, I thought they did this really well. Yeah, I enjoy this a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But you're right, Bruce. No, not Bruce Willis. Brad Pitt is by far the 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 character that your eyes are drawn to the most. Yeah, yeah this first scene mm-hmm. when he pops when they go into the mental. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just ridiculous. He's in my chair. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I, I would, I would love to know how much he ad-libbed, or yeah. whether that was all script and he learned. Or because either way, it's impressive. Yeah, because yes. he's speaking at a million miles an hour. Yeah, it's so rapid. It's so rapid, and he's he's going off. It's so funny though. I read it's so funny in it. a trivia about that, and he said the best way that he, they could get Brad Pitt to do that was by taking away cigarettes. So they oh, really? told him oh, that so you are not. Anyway. Yeah, you are not smoking throughout this whole film. And they, they took his fags off him. And then he was like, just... Oh, yeah. Right. So, yeah, that would have Like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's why he's on edge. Yeah, yeah. That was just Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> he thought he was uh, on his off day. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, at the beginning as well with Bruce Willis when he's putting all of his gear on, I, th- I did think he looked like a massive condom. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> I did, yeah. yeah. For what the fuck is he doing here? <laughs> yeah, that brought me back to um, Naked Gun when they practice safe sex yeah. and they're both in condom suits. I did, yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. <laughs> and even when, like, when, the, when the council are talking to him and said, oh, we're, g- we're going to be sending you to the third quarter of 1996, and all of a sudden he's in like 1917, World War One. He's like, you f- fucking <laughs> useless bastard. <laughs> I quite liked that there's a bit of a difference in time. <laughs> yeah. I quite liked that um yeah, I mean if you can if you can make time travel happen, surely you can make it <laughs> yeah happen accurately. If you're that advanced. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um at least tighter than seventy years out. Yeah. Yeah. I quite liked though that his friend who mm. was in the trench with him who died. Oh um yeah. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Oh, the guy with the scar? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can't remember his name. I quite liked that he was brought in later on. At the speech that um, I can't remember her name makes the doctor, oh, the psychologist. Um, Catherine Riley. Yeah, yeah. And you know how there's a phenomenon of people who uh, can speak a different language. Yeah. Yes. But they don't know why. They forget who they are, and they mm. can speak like French now all of a sudden. Yeah. I quite liked that that was suggested in this film that they put that down to um, being one of that phenomena, whereas it actually the fact it was yeah. just from somewhere else like yeah I hadn't even noticed that really but yeah 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 it was, it was cool yeah I thought the film I thought it was tied together well let's say considering it's a a time travel movie yeah which always end up kind of going all over the place I think I can remember reading that apparently they wanted this film or the original plan for the film was to make it uh, ambiguous hmm. as to whether Bruce Willis was genuinely going back in time or whether he was Losing his marbles. Yeah, because uh, there is a point in the film where you do start to think, oh, actually, I yeah, think he is just... He starts questioning yeah, himself. Yeah. But I think there's enough bits in there yeah. that if they'd have finished it trying to make it ambiguous, the film would be worse. I think if it you watch make, it... Yeah, it wouldn't make sense in the end. Yeah. yeah. And even just it kind of drawing it, I think it just seems more likely that he is being genuine than that he is being mad. Yeah. I think it would have detracted from the film if they tried to be more ambiguous in the ending. Hmm. I just think I'm glad that they were like, 
Yes, he's clearly from the future. Yeah. With his microchipped teeth. Yeah. That he pulled out, which is gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was one thing I noticed. Uh, noticed. One thing I noted that I was going to bring up because I didn't know if one of you two would be able to shed some light on it. Was that Bruce Willis, Cole? Cole? Is yep. that his name? Cole, Cole yeah. Uh, he knows that the kid isn't lost down a well because mm-hmm. he remembers it when he was a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he does... In, in my head, in that timeline when he was, he didn't exist yet. Yeah. I don't know whether I got that completely wrong or not. It was weird that <coughs> Bruce Willis would remember that as a kid. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't suggest that he was a kid at that time. It does... The flashbacks of him as a kid... In the airport. The people die in the airport, isn't there? So he was definitely there. But what was the timeline between when they are talking about the kid in the well hmm. and the end? The film takes place in 1917, 1990, 1996 and 2035. Yeah, it's all in 96. So it's between nine, scenes. Yeah, 96. I'm sure I remember something being mentioned and I was thinking, well, that means he doesn't exist yet then, mm. but he knows about the kid. He goes back initially to 1990 because he gets it wrong doesn't he that's when yeah. he's trying yeah. to find the phone yeah and then they get goes back to the future when, when is it two, did you say 2013 uh 2035 yeah yeah i was gonna say yeah yeah but yeah i think when he's the kid and the kid that went down the well mm. i think both of those are supposed to take place in 96 okay yeah. so he's remembering from his childhood yeah in 96 yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when he's there as an adult, he's there as a kid as well. Yeah. He just don't see himself until yeah. the yeah. airport bit. And I'm sure, again, could be making it up, like, I just must have. When you see the future uh, scenes of him at the airport, hmm. I'm sure I'm sure at one point you see, you know, you know the fellow scientist or, or I can't remember what exactly he does, the one that's taking the virus to oh, yeah. wherever. The ginger geezer. Yeah. 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 That in the uh, in the early scenes that you see the um, the vision, mm-hmm. that the guy who's dressed up like that was Brad Pitt. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's because that's Bruce Willis's memory of it. Oh, okay. It's not. It's not fact. Okay, so it's, it's just, just skewed because yeah. of what? Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Oh, that's how that's how I've read it anyway. Yeah, that all makes sense. And as he goes on, he starts to remember more and more and more, more and more until obviously it's happening when he's there. He's like, oh shit, it was me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I don't know how you would still go through with it when you when you when you put that shirt on. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a minute! <laughs> <laughs> Big red flag. Yeah, I did quite like. Um, so do you want to wear this? No. Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> let's, no, thanks. Take, let's take this wig off. <laughs> yeah. I did like. Uh, there's one point where he says, "All I see are dead people." Yes. Yes. Yeah, I noticed that. I wrote that down. Yeah. So I forgot when the film was made because I just bought it, put it on, watched it, and I thought, "Oh, is that a nod to the Sixth Sense?" <laughs> Yeah, and it was like this came out before the sixth. Before the sixth. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just funny. Yeah, yeah I wrote that down that as well. Yeah. yeah, all I see is dead people. Yeah, I like the other quote as well from the pimp that gets beaten up by him in the hotel room, and then the police come in and say, "Oh, what happened?" He's like, "I was attacked by a coked up whore and a crazy dentist." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> oh, he's taking his teeth out. <laughs> oh, can you imagine ripping your own teeth out? Oh god, and it that, oh, that toes little, curl. That little old guy as well that was in the street and he was talking to him. The little old dirty little bugger. Um, the, with the, the homeless voice. fella yeah the one with the voice he's like, rah, 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 yeah. talking like this I was like oh fuck off mate get away yeah, it was dirty because he was homeless oh nah. <laughs> he's just he's just a manky little bugger isn't he well I, he, I've seen cleaner people but he lives yeah, on there the was street. a reason he lives on the yeah. street so <laughs> <laughs> like he's not going back to a penthouse <laughs> rolling around in his filthy pond <laughs> give yourself a bath mate fuck's sake <laughs> 
Getting that puddle, son. <laughs> but did Bruce Willis get showered a lot in this, or was it just me? There's a lot of times yeah. when he's got his arse out getting showered. There's more There's more Bruce Willis arse in it than I remember. Yeah. Dec- yes. Decontamination, and then obviously in the hotel. and Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. you just get Bruce Willis wet. Yeah. Didn't they squirt a foam on him as well at some point? Wasn't it like a white arse at some point? <laughs> like foamy foamy shit that come out of like this aerosol. I didn't pay that much attention. I no. I can't but I'm in Legion, you... I know, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I heard the verdict uh, scale that shower Is that head. a thing? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm in Legionella, so I squirt soapy. <laughs> people's I'm in Legionella, so I'm, and, you know, I notice the colour of people's asses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I love. I'm in Legionella, so I spent a good deal of time staring at Bruce Willis' eyes. <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. It's all I do. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. He's in, the, he's in trim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I like um, it turns Small out <laughs> it turns out that the 12 monkeys aren't yeah aren't a big time yeah I'd forgotten that <laughs> big time villain mm. yeah and then it's actually that they just want to free the animals I think yeah. I, I think this is the third as I said earlier this is the third or fourth time that I've seen it and I still when I was watching it was thinking Brad Pitt's the villain yeah yeah. he's a bad guy he's the one that does it and yeah. every time for some reason I cannot remember that it's not him he's just a bloke that lets out some animals yeah, yeah. it's just a bit of a nutter yeah and it's the other guy that actually does it yeah yeah. it's a good fun film it's definitely a film that you get stuff out of rewatching. not just because you yeah. miss stuff but because there's just other things like you say that you, you might forget because there's quite a few details in there yeah uh, there's a lot going on yeah so it's definitely a, a good film to rewatch. Yeah, it's quite a fatalistic film as well. Yeah, it's that you can't change what's yeah. happened. It's yeah. too late. Time is set. Yeah, yeah, yeah I quite like that. Because obviously the ending is bleak. Mm. Yeah, the the woman on the plane is the one at the council, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And obviously the virus gets released, and mm. that's what happens. It carries on as <laughs> yeah. as it always will carry on. Yeah, and you'll just be stuck in that grim loop, mm. in that paradox. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got some trivia, if you want to hear it. Of course. If you want to say it. So, Gilliam said to Bruce Willis, before he started making the film, I did not want to see any of your fucking cliches, and you are, <laughs> you are not allowed to do steely blue eyes. <laughs> I read that. Didn't he give you a list of Bruce Willis-isms that he wasn't yeah. allowed to yeah, do? Yeah, you cannot do them in this film. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Willis did this movie for free as well because he wanted to work with Gilliam so bad and he only got paid once it was released. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So. That shows a lot of faith. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or a man that was like, I've got enough money, so sod it. <laughs> yeah. But the um, the role for Willis's role was originally going to De Niro and he turned it down. I'm not sure how that would have worked. It wouldn't. Nope. I don't think... Yeah, because if Gilliam's given Bruce Willis a don't do these yeah. things that you do in every film yeah. because we don't want it to be a Bruce Willis film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way you're going to suck out all of De Niro from De Niro. No, I was going to say, yeah. You've got to fuck yourself. The one, the one, <laughs> well, what I would say is that he's making odd choices of cast yeah. if he's picking either De Niro to not be De Niro mm. or Bruce Willis to not be Bruce Willis. He didn't want Bruce Willis. He didn't. No, the studio made him have Bruce Willis. Okay. I remember. I, I watched a blue, the Bluetooth. Jesus, I yeah. watched a YouTube video. Yeah, on, I watched the Bluetooth. I watched the Bluetooth. Yeah, I watched the Bluetooth. Yeah. He uh, wanted Jeff. I pulled it out of that tracker. Daniels, it? Jeff Bridges, one of the Jeffs. Oh yeah, I read that. Oh, Jeff Daniels. Yeah, no Jeff Bridges. Yeah, but, yeah, which is the the one that um, off the vanishing and yeah, Jeff Bridges. Yeah, uh, yeah, he wanted yeah. Jeff Bridges, mm. but the studio were like now we want uh, 
a more well-established actor. I mean, it works with Bruce Willis, so yeah. it's quite good because yeah, it it's not a typical well. Bruce Willis film. Yeah. Um, but that would make more sense because obviously if you're going to cast Robert De Niro in something, it's for a reason. Mm. Yeah. You want Robert De Niro. Yeah. And the and his characters. Yeah. Um, and at the time, I would have imagined that's the reason you'd cast Bruce Willis as well because he mm. wasn't especially varied as a, as a as an actor at that point, I don't think. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, he does a good job at this. Yeah, just action and comedy, I think, mainly. Yeah. yeah. I think he does a good job. Another considered yeah. role for Willis's role was Stallone. Oh, God. Actually, no, I'll say that. that Stallone been... gets a lot of flack. And Stallone, when Stallone's given a script that he can work with, yeah. Stallone's all right. I like Stallone. Yeah, yeah, Copland yeah. is amazing. I wouldn't Ooh, say, oh, I've not seen it's that, good. but mm. I wouldn't say he's an amazing actor, but I don't think it... Like I say, Bruce Willis wasn't incredible in this. Yeah. He's not but an amazing it, actor, it works. but he's better than people give him credit for. He's, like, he's great as Rocky. Yeah. yeah. And he wrote that. Yeah, which is awesome. And Copland, he's put five or six stone on. He's a bit chubby. Yeah, and he plays uh, well, he plays a copper. And I think there's, I think there's some corruption going on in the police force, mm. and he's trying to like uh, expose it. And everyone thinks he's a bit of a dick. Yeah, and it's not a Stallone film at all. It's he's not an action film. He's not a hard man. Yeah, but he's really, really good in it. Yeah, and I think I, I just want to see him do more. Well, yeah. not now. He's what seventy five now. I think something like that. Yeah, yeah. But, but I would have. Odd. I would have liked him to have done some more kind of, or had mm. chance to do some more indie things. I yeah. think he could have worked in this. I don't think it would have been. Yeah, I think so. Really, I, I, I honestly think um, Brad Pitt is the only person you couldn't replace in this film. Mm. Uh, I've got. You would one. struggle to replace. I've got Maybe one I that was considered. But I think I know what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah. But I think Bruce Willis. I think there's there's a few people that you could have got to play that part. Well, the other Bruce Willis, um, the original choice of Willis's role was Nicolas Cage. For Willis's role, yeah, okay. I could see him as uh, Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, Willis's that was, and the that other one work. for Brad Pitt was Johnny Depp. Yeah, Johnny Depp. That's the only other one I've heard for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that could have worked. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't think it's, I don't think Brad Pitt's irreplaceable, but he's so good in it. Yeah, he is. Good. He looks wired, whereas I think Johnny Depp would have looked more like Jack Sparrow. He would have not been, at that point because no, because obviously that was now. But I think exist. he would have adopted that sort of character of quite quirky and. Not as crazy Maybe. looking. I, don't know. I think he would have gone a bit more fear and loathing. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, he did. I think he'd have done a decent job with it as well. Yeah, yeah. he would. I but, like I said, we're saying this. Johnny Depp's a, is a great actor. Plus, the director yeah. did fear and loathing, didn't yeah. he? So that's probably why he wanted Johnny Depp. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That all you trivia. That's all. Yeah. Oh. That's all, okay. folks. Noise. <laughs> so the last last film for this main three then is Battle Royale so that'll uh, be Ned Battle Royale so bear with me because again I've written all of my notes on paper because I'm an old man and I'm too lazy to change change them onto a, onto my phone when I've written them so I've got my silly little synopsis nice so this was what 2000 when this came out you tell me it was 2000 <laughs> <laughs> based on a, a, a novel from 1999 by a a guy whose name I can't oh, really? read my own rhyme from. Yeah, he was only yeah. a year before? Yeah, I think he was 99. Oh, cool. Yeah, his name's Takami. I can't remember his first name though because I didn't write it down. For some reason, I've just written his surname down. But anyway, in the near future, Japanese teens decide to truant from school and be a bit mouthy, like most teens in most places. The adults think this behaviour proves the youth are deranged degenerates and decide to teach them a lesson. The government sets up a quote-unquote totally reasonable initiative and employs the man from Takeshi's Castle to don a grey trackie and put the children of one year nine class each year against each other in a last man alive battle royale. 
And I gave this a 10 out of 10 because I love it. <laughs> I just love it. This is probably Big. the 15th time that I've seen it. I think it's amazing. It is... I don't... Before we get into talking about it properly, mm-hmm. because I'm watching it as an English man from a Western culture, there's a lot of kind of the political things that I've tried to read about that are in it that I, that just miss me, that I just don't get because I'm not Japanese, I'm not coming from that culture. Yeah. And there's a lot of things with the dialogue and the setup that I don't get because, again, I'm not Japanese, I'm looking at it from an Englishman's culture. And yeah. some of the things that the kids say seems weird <laughs> yeah. from, from my, my perspective. But the film itself is so brutal, so <laughs> just arrogantly confident in what it's doing yeah i just love it i think it's a really 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 well put together teen film really it was fr- it was completely fresh as well it was I, certainly yeah. when i watched it i'd watched nothing like that before no i hadn't i hadn't they really went balls to the walls with um with <laughs> with their idea like they just went for it yeah, it yeah. Was, it's great I, I, I like that it was directed by uh kinji fukasaka who I think he was 70 when he directed it. It was his last film because he died a couple of years later. Oh, that's a shame. What was he in the Battle Royale? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cancer. Oh. But imagine, because I know some 70-year-olds. My dad's 70. Is I he? cannot imagine. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he was 70 last week. I that's why I struggled to watch all the films. Here, I can't imagine a 70-year-old man directing this film. Yeah. Oh, I know, yeah. Because it's just so... It just yeah. feels like it's a, an angry young man's... James Bond film. <laughs> you'd, th- you'd, think, yeah. you'd think the generation that would encourage this sort of film, <laughs> the environment that you'd grow up around, would be like the last sort of yeah. 20 years or so, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah, this to me, this is like a 25, 26 year old, someone who's up and coming, or maybe not up and coming, got a couple of films under the belt that's got a lot of anger in them. Yeah. Pushing a film out. But no, the guy was 70. He wanted to leave something behind that people remembered. And I think he definitely did that. Also, yeah. interestingly, the script mm. was written by his son. So uh, Kenta Fukasaka. Oh, okay. I just think that's quite nice. Oh, there was a little interview with his son where he was saying that uh, yeah. his dad's his favourite director and he was really pleased that he got the chance to work with him. Which oh, I thought was nice. That's that's nice. nice. <laughs> I will say this film, before we get on to, to, to my writing, uh, it does strike me very much like an... I'm not surprised there was a novel because it does strike me like an anime. Uh, so mm, yeah. it may be, maybe the director was inspired by some... Uh, and him that he read as I don't know how far they go back and how brutal they were yeah but maybe he got into some of that well, and it was inspired Akira and all that sort of stuff oh, yeah I, don't, I think I don't know when Akira came out 90s maybe yeah, yeah. it was 90s I, I would I would expect that if he was directing this yeah. because of an inspiration from them it yeah. would have been that they'd have been around for a while I wouldn't There's expect a, just a one or two oh, sorry give me a rating before we uh, yes before we, before sorry. we go into that <laughs> uh, I give it a nine I, nice. There's, nice. there's no real reason to drop it from a 10 really I, I think this is completely fresh mm-hmm. uh, I, I think it's really well done it was the first I think it was the first foreign language film that I'd um, watched as well Yeah. Uh, so it was my introduction to, to Japanese film uh, it's incredible I can't believe it's <laughs> yeah. it so brutal like you say it's so brutal I think it's like the first what five minutes of the film and the teacher's yeah. getting stabbed <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and that kid runs out and just stabs slashes his leg it's like yeah. what the fuck is going on here yeah, for no reason <laughs> my synopsis is slightly underplaying yeah how serious some of the kids actions were initially yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you can get away with stabbing the teacher just yeah. as being a bit naughty yeah yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah yeah it gets right into it and I think it's paced really well yeah I think um, like I said I think 
I think something like now, you've got the Hunger Games, it's unfortunate that the Hunger Games could be really good, but I'll always compare it to Battle Royale. Yeah. Because it's do. so similar and it just does not hit the mark that Battle yeah, Royale does. Is the if you watch or read the Hunger Games and then you watch or read Battle Royale, there are a lot of similarities. I don't believe maybe the woman that wrote uh, the Hunger Games genuinely hadn't heard of Battle Royale. If you give her the, the benefit of the doubt, she said she hadn't. And it doesn't matter whether she has or not. But there's so many similarities in the the setting. But the Hunger Games, there's a lot of stuff outside of the yeah, there the is. battle. There's a lot of yeah. politics. There's the uh, Donald Sutherland character, who's Snow is his name. Yeah. I can't remember his, uh, yeah. his name. And uh, there's so much outside of the, the, the actual games. Whereas Battle Royale, I don't know if the novel's the same, because mm. I've, I've, I've got it and I've read the first three or four chapters yeah. years and years and years and years ago when I was a kid or when I wasn't a kid I was 16, 17 and it didn't connect with me because it, it's just too I think it was too dense for me to get as a 16 year old reading something that's been translated from Japanese I was like I, this isn't sitting with me so I'd mm. probably have to read it again but there's no outside stuff really yeah just no, it's it's the world it's a little bit it, it? but it's just yeah. this is the island it's not filmed yeah. it's just this is happening yeah kind of in secret <laughs> yeah and these kids are killing each other and the only time that the telly comes out is at the end when the winner pops out <laughs> yeah it's yeah. just absolutely bizarre yeah. so what are you going to give it Matt because uh, before we start talking about it a bit more 10 out of 10 oh cool <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I watched it years ago as well um, and I remember loving it then I, I, I don't think I've seen Battle Royale 2 but I mean when it came out I was like oh I need to watch that because I remember how good the first one was hmm. I remember enjoying Battle Royale 2 but I yeah. think I've only seen it once or twice yeah I've seen it once. I can't massively remember. I can remember it being a lot more because it was uh, the son that directed it. Yeah. Because the dad had died by that point. No, he yeah. didn't. He directed one scene and then died. Oh, oh no. So the son took over Yeah. and tried to finish the vision. And I'm just, it was a lot more, I think it was quite anti-American from what I can remember. Or was it, it was at least a lot more anti-authority than, and Battle Royale was anti-authority. Yeah. But I think Battle Royale too pushed it a bit further. I think it went bigger. I'm sure there was a lot of up yours America kind of thing in it, but right. don't okay. hold me to that because yeah, it's I've, been a long time since I saw it. Yeah, I've only seen it once or twice. I remembered enjoying it, but Battle Royale yeah. was obviously the first one. Yeah. It's always, always going to be that little bit edgier. But mm. uh -huh. I'll definitely watch the sequel now I've watched the first one again. Yeah. Because I've got it so much as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, 9, 10 and 10, that's a mm, that's quite a big. big. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think so, I was going to be the lowest scorer. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. and the, like I say that is just what I felt at the end of the film and really there's nothing I haven't got anything against the film so there's nothing really stopping it from being a 10 yeah yeah. It's, it is really good yeah yeah so what was going back to what we were talking about earlier before we started doing the, the ratings we were just talking about is there anything that uh, any anime or manga that's been inspired by inspired the director or the writer I, I don't know I've not read anything but there's a there's a manga in the 70s called oh what's it called Drifting Classroom I think okay, right. and I've only just there's three volumes three probably like 500 page volumes that have just been released on hardcover I'm tapping my hands like <laughs> <laughs> and I just bought the first one this month okay uh, well, well probably it was July actually and that it's not similar to Battle Royale but it's uh, it's a school that is just disappears so if you're not in the school, that school's just left a hole. Okay. And the school ends up 
somewhere else on a different world kind of in the future on this earth that's just been decimated yeah and it's them trying to survive but it's got a very similar adults versus kids Uh, thing to it and a lot of Japanese media that I've read or seen has got that kind of vibe and that's what I was saying at the beginning I don't understand there's got to be some kind of social political reason as to why that's in a lot of the a lot of the stories Mm. I've got no idea because I don't know enough about Japan to 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 say but you've got that had the villains the villains the adults hated the kids and they were treating them like crap and the kids were trying to kill the adults and yeah it was going down that path this has got it there's something called assassination classroom that's a more modern manga and that's not strictly adults versus kids but it's kids trying to kill a teacher and the teacher said you've got to try and kill me by this date or I'm oh, going to yeah, kill I the world yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gonna, yeah I've told you about that before and there's just a lot of generational split that seems wider in Japanese media than in our media okay. and I don't know why I'm not saying it because I think there's a because I know the reason I just wondered if because I don't know how much stuff you've watched from like uh, kind of manga or anime or Japanese films or whatever yeah. Um, uh, yeah, bits. I'd, I'd like to watch more. Uh, my, my point was more because we were saying uh, someone in their seventies for this mm. to, to to have directed such a brutal film. I would expect that maybe he is into yeah uh, something that's some, yeah. some anime that's that's just been a bit brutal. Yeah, um, it got a lot of action in it and has inspired him to create a film um, in the style of a sort a of anime. Because it does remind me a lot of, of not a particular one, but mm. something that you would see in a comic. Yeah, 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 definitely. Especially it's got a lot the of um, kind of comic style violence in it, <laughs> and and some of the foreign, uh, the, not the foreign students, but the you know the two that they get in. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. aren't from the class. Oh yeah, Kawada and well, the main one, Kiriyama. G- yeah, the, the, Ginger Heath Ledger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the sort of baddie, if you will. Yeah, um, he is straight out of a. A comic. Oh, oh yeah, he is. You can tell by his hair and everything, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his hair, his look, his, yeah. just the way he is. And it's he, weird. he's just running through everyone. It's I was going like, to say. He's got fucking no end of bullets. Yeah, yeah. He has, he is not a... Yeah. <laughs> he's not just, a man that runs out of bullets. Just keeps going and going and going. It's weird because, like, I've been to Japan and I went when I went to Tokyo, um, we went to, uh, like, a big, like, sort of geek area called Akihabara. Yeah. And all you see around there is people look like him. Yeah, <laughs> and and they're all like just reading comics, and they, they absolutely love it. It's just a massive like comic electronic. Yeah, and it, sort and of... it's massive in yeah in Japan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of I think there's a lot of focus on well, there is in there is in South Korea. I don't know if it's the same in Japan. Kind of a focus on appearance. Yeah, seems to be a thing. Everyone there's a lot of focus on the youth. Yeah, like everyone's trying to look like they're seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. And I find that, again, from a Western perspective, or probably less so now, actually, because I think we're becoming a little bit more... Oh, yeah, that's that's right, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just... Cause it's like I said, I don't know enough about that kind of culture to comment on it massively. But I can remember I read an article a couple of days ago because I was trying to find out why Battle Royale kind of had the themes that it had in it. And there was, there was loads of really in-depth articles that I didn't have time to read or the time to digest properly so I kind of skim through them and there was one saying it's why K-pop's so massive now because everyone's trying to be this perfectly unblemished skinned yeah 
fancy-haired, attractive, 17-year-old kind of Korean or Japanese person. The guy, interestingly, or interestingly to me, from... What's the new Marvel film called that's coming out? Shang-Li? Something like that. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, the 100 Rings or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. The guy that's the lead in that has been on Twitter, at least, which is a fucking cesspit. (laughs) Crucified on that for being too ugly. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, if he's ugly the rest of Jesus us haven't got a massive Christ. chance here oh, because man. he's not he's not your pretty boy he's not your he's not in BTS he's not your K-pop style yeah I get it guy he's more he looks he looks like he's a man or rather not, than a boy yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and uh, apparently that's kind of a bit of a, a bit of a theme in their culture oh, okay or to certain people, maybe it's just on Twitter, but I can just remember reading an article about it. But how accurate the article is, it could be any old bollocks on the internet. Yeah. That I'm just parroting. But yeah, he got a lot of uh, a lot of Twitter hate for being too ugly. That's <laughs> crazy, Dave. Yeah, that's insane. It's going to be wonders, wonders for your self-confidence, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he didn't look... Uh, maybe it's because it maybe looks a little bit more Western. I've got... I, don't, I can't remember what he looks like. I've done yeah, it. that's mad. But anyway, yeah, the film. The film. <laughs> the, the film. The teacher for me... Is probably nah. my favourite character. Yeah, he's cool because yes. he's so fu- when when the tutorials on. Yeah, he's so funny. Yeah, watch the video. He's sending them all to their death, and he's so funny. And he's like cheering on with them, like talking to the woman. <laughs> yeah, he's a sarcastic bastard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so good. And she's so unbelievably happy. Yeah, like, yeah. unnecessarily. Yeah, take a ruffle bag. Yeah. yeah, you got some weapons in there. It's random. It Have a good time. Remind, <laughs> it just reminds you of any game show that you've seen over here, anyway, from, yeah, yeah. from Japan. It's really yeah. good. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. And then that girl's talking, that student, and he just like throws a knife at right? Oh Jesus! Yeah, the first time I saw this film, I was like, oh my. God, yeah. I told yeah. you to stop chattering. <laughs> oh, what? That is just madness. Yeah, and he blows up the. There's that kid who sets his collar off, doesn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that yeah. was the kid that stabbed him at the beginning. That yeah, was it. Yeah. No yeah. I didn't think it was going to work at first. I thought it was all going to be like some sort of little, like oh yeah, he's just scaring him. And then when he went beep 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 and mm. just blew his throat out, I was like, oh okay. Well, yeah, the yeah. first. Is this the first time you've seen it? Yeah. No, 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 no second, second time I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. The first time yeah. I watched it, I was like, nah. Yeah. He's not going to kill anybody in here. Yeah. Oh. Shit. Oh. Oh, okay. That's how, that's <laughs> how it's going on then. It's barely into the film. There's like two kids dead, like yeah. two students dead. Yeah, like, yeah. You and know it's a different film. And at that point, I think I think this was my first foreign language film as well. Or my, at least my first uh, Japanese film that I'd watched. Yeah. And all I knew about that film when it started, I knew the rough kind of concept. And when it came on, I was like, oh, that's the guy from Takeshi's Castle. <laughs> Which is obviously just a ridiculous kind of light-hearted game show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he just lobbed a knife through someone's head yeah. and blew someone's neck up <laughs> I was like okay this is this is not what I was expecting this, this guy's a wildly yeah. different this role. guy's doing intense well yeah and I've looked at kind of I've seen just a few of his films now he's a director and a writer and an actor and he's really really talented yeah but because most people if you ask most non-film nerd western folks they'll only know him from Takeshi's Castle yeah yeah. because that was bizarrely big over here yeah because it's mental 10, 15 years ago it's yeah. it a good game show yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it is and it was, was it Craig Charles that used to yeah that's it you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they used to narrate it over uh, it's just really water, big for about Isaac. three or four years it was on every yeah. night yeah and you're like oh that's that guy from Takeshi's Castle oh holy shit yeah <laughs> he's playing a psycho in this I was um uh, weirdly even for like <laughs> Like when they got given their bags and they accepted, right, okay, this is what's going to go on and started running out. Like, there was a couple of them that obviously just started straight away killing. 
like just because yeah. oh no not me I'm going to kill you yeah the big nerdy one at the beginning with the, cross, yeah, the crossbow yeah and he just kept like shooting and that, the, that oh. woman walks up and that crossbow bolts sort of through oh, her neck yeah. and I was like, like holy shit oh that is rough <laughs> yeah there was a couple that went off straight away yeah and I think I, I, <laughs> one of the things I liked about the film as well was the guy oh, I've forgotten his name again Fukasaka the guy that directed it he yeah. made a lot of films in the 70s or some films in the 70s yeah that were about the Yakuza. Oh, yeah. I think it was after World War Two, And a lot of the themes in his films, in those sort of films, were how strong is the bond of friendship? How much do you get pushed before you betray your friends oh, for your own kind of benefit? Yeah. Because actually, it was a very early... Sorry. I was just going to say, that is a large part yeah. of this film, isn't it? Go on. Yeah. And those sort of, I think those films, they had a lot of shaky camera work, which I think might be some of the earliest, maybe shaky camera work you know when it's like okay. you feel yeah, like you're yeah. frantically involved in the action I don't know if it was done before they probably was but there was that and that <laughs> had those themes and then this has got a very similar how far do you get pushed before you turn on your friends yeah, yeah. and that's a good theme and I think it's sold well by the two or three moments that you see especially the leads hmm. where they don't turn on each other so you've got 80% of the class are turning on each other straight away or yeah. over the course of the three days. And you've got little pockets of optimism in there. Yeah. Like the two that kill themselves. Oh, yeah. The they cliff. don't turn on anyone. It's horrible, but they don't yeah, turn on anyone. Yeah, suicide, don't they? Yeah. Uh, Shuya and uh, the, the other two, the two main people, I can't remember the names because they just they're not natural names yeah. in my head. And I, I just, I like those little bits of optimism in amongst just a world of grim <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 I thought it was because I thought they did it well where they you, you saw some of the children did, like you said didn't give a shit they just went straight like the um, is she from Kill Bill she's the girl from Kill Bill yeah, she? yeah he yeah. cast her based on this film yeah, yeah. so she's she, ace she she's ace yeah. yeah and I forgot about her mutilating that guy's nuts oh though. fucking hell yeah she That's, stabs oh, him God, like, yeah real. I forgot about that Jesus like, Christ I oh, know that was grim yeah. I think the yellow tracksuit <laughs> was inspired for oh. Kill Bill what inspired Kill Bill as well yeah. okay. I think cool she's good at it um, but then on the flip side you've got again I can't remember her name you've got the uh, the girl who's a bit shy an introvert yeah and then she's in with a lot of the other girls who they're they're trying to figure out a way to get to the main two uh, who are with the foreign, yes. the, yeah. not the foreign student, the outside student. Yeah. And she is obviously thinking, well, she's got to survive. So she poisons oh, yeah. one of the other girls, doesn't she? Yeah. She doesn't yeah. want to, you can tell she doesn't want to do it, but then she does it. Mm. So she, she, she gets tempted just enough to, Oh no, she's at that point trying to poison Shuya. Nanahara upstairs, isn't she? Oh, because she accidentally killed that her boyfriend, uh, her yes. boyfriend with her, that's that's right. a scythe in the head. Yeah, so she's not intentionally meant yeah. to yeah. poison that's who it. she does. And that girl comes chipper in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Starts eating the soup. Down. Yeah, and like you can tell that like, she does uh, a really good. This I thought she was quite well acted in, in yeah. those yeah. scenes that you could tell like oh shit like yeah, yeah. this is just <laughs> this, it completely collapses that whole that whole um, harmonious vibe that they've got yeah. just goes to shreds yeah, in a yeah, matter of five it. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally in five minutes, it goes from <laughs> happy kind of happy family, yeah, yeah. let's make the most of this, let's see what we can do, Yeah, let's get the guy upstairs <laughs> back healthy because everyone loves <laughs> Nanahara. Yeah, 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 and let's escape. Let's yeah. Escape, yeah, let's try and get something <laughs> yeah. to just unhinged yeah. off the chain, everyone shooting each other. Yeah, no, <laughs> no one trusts each other at, at all, are they? Just yeah. because, yeah, just because two days ago or a day ago, 
Shuya had accidentally killed someone. Oh, yeah, that Oki. Uh, I don't know. I've written down Oki gets an axe in his head, and oh, then yes, the then. other guy's like, you okay? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> fucking axe in his head. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's an axe, isn't it? Not a scythe, yeah. isn't it? It's an axe, yeah. 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 Who's got the scythe then? The scythe is Mitsoku with a mini scythe. Oh, she, the scythe. She walks in and like grabs that woman, like gets her oh, on her stomach yeah. and then just like... Whoosh, she just, is so cold. But I love the fact that like whenever somebody dies, like they give a report at the end of it on the tannoy and then obviously the, it comes up for like us on the screen, I'm writing, and it'll say, so num, n- girl number four dead, boy number 34 dead. And it'll yeah. do that sort of thing. And as soon as it, she slashes that woman's throat, it just all comes up like a big report. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, this is rank. I quite like that they present yeah. it that way. And that's pretty cool. I yeah, I, I liked that. I thought that was really good. She was He's like a proper, really good. felt like a Royal Rumble. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she just looked dead inside. Oh, yeah. Her yeah. eyes were... <laughs> Yeah, wasn't that that one scene as well where she was squaring up to that other one, the bully, and the bully was overpowering her? Jumbo, and she was like, "Oh no, no, don't hit me!" I didn't oh, yeah, mean it, this sort of stuff. And then the oh yeah, yeah. And then she turned the tables on her sort of thing. And yeah. She got the gun on her, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is hard." She's yeah, she a just fucking walk, psycho. She just walks off like there's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, did that's the version? Oh, what did you watch it on? Um, did you watch it on Prime? Prime. Oh, oh, Prime. Prime. Yeah. Did the version you had on have? her little bit of backstory yes with her mom and the pedo oh uh, no it was Arrow I watched it on because I was subscribed to it yeah yeah did you watch the director's cut or I don't th- I don't remember that bit no because the- uh, and the only reason I'm asking is because I was scrolling through the cast trying to find some names yeah and at the bottom it said because the, the version I watched had that oh and it said uh, the, the girl that played Mitsuka Mitsuka was a, yeah. I think she was like six or seven it's a, it's a horrible age yeah Special edition only, special edition only. Right. Yeah, I don't So obviously it... if that wasn't on there. No. So it gives you a little bit of insight into how... It's only a couple of minutes scene, but it gives you a bit of insight into her childhood right. as to why she's quite quick to adapt to the situation. Oh, okay. okay. I got you. It's, it's, she's bit. this really cute little kind of six, seven-year-old kid coming over from school, hmm. runs in, her mom's flat out on the table, pissed. Yeah. With a shitload of money next to her. And there's, a, there's an old guy who's got to be 60. Right who's paid the Mitsoka's mom hmm. to use Mitsoku. Yeah. And obviously she runs off upstairs. He follows her oh, with yeah. a doll that he's bought her. And you don't, obviously you don't see anything. And she ends up, the kid ends up killing the old man. Yeah. Which is the correct thing. Yeah. But the scene, it, it's horrible. And it's not, it's, un, it's, it's uncomfortable to describe. He's got this doll and he's showing her the doll. Right. And then there's a, a fade, and it fades back in again. And the doll's naked. Oh, no. With the clothes, the pants, the skirt, all kind of laid out around the doll. And he picks it up again. He's like, the doll's naked. Now it's your turn. Oh, man. So and horrible. she just pushes him, and he falls down the stairs. But I'm like, ugh. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's horrible. Yeah, and yeah. it's only about an, an extra minute and a half, two minutes. Yeah. But it goes a little bit to explain how she's so brutal so fast yeah I, I did quite yeah that wasn't in mine but no, no I did quite enjoy when they were they were padding out the backstory to all the different people because it yeah. was explaining their character rather than it's a shame that it as didn't include that because like I say there are then characters yeah I think that's an important yeah, yeah, yeah. scene yeah, there's, yeah. there's characters then that don't you don't yeah you don't see why yeah. they are the way they are and things like that because due to yeah. she's just cold it was obviously yeah, she is cold she, but. yeah she's adapted to the situation but yeah. you don't, you, the film does just sort of say these characters just happen to get on with it and these yeah and the the main sort of well, at least if you've you seen like the director's cut and I can understand I can understand why it's cut 
I can't. It's 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 a scene I think is pivotal in that character. Yeah. But you at least get to see that it's not always black and white. She's not cold just because she's a cow or because she's just good at this or because she wants to particularly kill people. I, I think at that point she does. Yeah. But you can understand just from that ninety second scene that her upbringing has not been. Yeah. Grand. It's been, <laughs> yeah. it's been seeded by some, yeah, some she's evil. Not in a, a, a good mindset or place. Yeah. No. The bit yeah, where um, the guy, um, what's his name? What is his name? Kiriyama. Uh, no, the, the transfer student that doesn't speak. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one. Uh, where he throws that head in the window and he's got a, gr- <laughs> and he's got a grenade in his mouth. Oh, yeah. It's brilliant. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. What the fuck yeah, is that? That is ridiculous. Crazy. <laughs> that's the one that the kid thinks he's got away, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. it. Yeah, yeah, and he starts like, laughing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he, he just, just looks climbs behind. over the roof. He's <laughs> <laughs> a, a good sort of villain. I know they're all each other's villain. It's but. a great slash, though, when he jumps off that rock and he's like, whoosh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's proper, like, manga. And yeah. it is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. is a manga version of this. I've got it. Yeah. I've got up to episode... Seven, yeah, and I think because it's a little bit fan servicey, yeah. Do you know what fan service is in kind of? Yep. Yeah, you know the upskirts and. Oh, okay. It's a little bit like that, right? And then I gave up because I was like, "It's too. This yeah, is yeah. weird. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, this is this is this is odd. I don't. I'm not comfortable with this. Yeah. So I've got one to six, and it goes to about fourteen, and I just gave up on it. Yeah. But there is a there's a lot of versions of Battle Royale out there. Yeah. Or in different mediums. Yeah. <laughs> something that I didn't well it was it's all fun <laughs> shit but the uh, okay I've just remembered a bit at the end I've just written down I was trying to decipher it on my phone I was like oh yeah I remember it it's not the painting no okay because oh, I'm about to talk about yeah. <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is that who did they get to do that <laughs> of all the people like how, they couldn't find some one person that could do drawing. <laughs> I think it's better because it's shit. Yeah, I, I did decide that in the end. I thought it wouldn't it wouldn't have meant anything if it was a good drawing. Like yeah. it is horrendous. It's also, and I don't understand. And this is one of the things that I mean. There's probably a reason for it because the guy that made it is a good filmmaker. Yeah, but Takeshi, I can't remember what his character's name is, but the the, the guy in the gray, the grey tracksuit. He's clearly deranged. Yeah. He's clearly at the end of his tether with the kids. Yeah. He's been stabbed. <laughs> and he's kind of put this thing together. Yeah. But why? Why does he just randomly fall in love with uh, the, the, yeah, that woman? Yeah, the student. The, the woman, yeah, that girl. And yeah. they're supposed to be 15, so she's a kid. Isn't it his daughter? Is it? No, is he's, it? He's on the phone to his daughter, isn't he, throughout the film? No, he's on his phone to his wife, isn't he? Oh, I thought that was his daughter. Oh, fuck me. Have I... I don't. My 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 understanding was that he was on the phone to his wife. Yeah, I oh. thought he was on the phone to his wife, but okay. and that she's his daughter. Ah, oh, okay. He comes, he comes, he comes out and and speaks to her at one point, doesn't he? Yeah, does he? Yeah, that's what. But yeah, and I was, and that's what I mean. I was, I'm sure there's something that I'm missing. Maybe I've the, maybe I've put that in through I my own brain. Think he's just he latched just onto takes, her. Maybe, hmm. maybe. I'm sure. I don't know why, but I'm sure I thought it was his daughter. Oh, if it is, <laughs> I've missed that every time I've watched it, but. It might, that's what I'm saying I might, I've missed something somewhere because yeah because she's injured and he just comes out and puts an umbrella over yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he doesn't. she's tending to Nanahara yes and he just comes out pops an umbrella over him yeah, like yeah. he's a like he's doing a good thing it yeah. says don't get a cold yeah yeah. don't get a cold yeah oh you've got another 18 hours to kill each other yeah I'm just going to nip back in here and yeah, yeah. knock up this creepy painting yeah <laughs> maybe maybe I was just thinking, maybe I was just thinking he was being quite fatherly towards her then yeah, maybe. 
But I, yeah, it's definitely a... <laughs> the first time I watched it, it definitely threw me for a loop a little bit. Yeah. So I was like, well, this is, this is weird now. I mean, it's weird anyway, but <laughs> that just makes it extra weird. <laughs> like, why has he gone out with his little see-through umbrella? Yeah. <laughs> why is he getting involved? <laughs> yeah. Also, they're meant to be 14, 15, and Kawada is clearly 37. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. He is an absolute unit. Yeah, the bit I was laughing at was when um, Takeshi gets shot at the end, at the very end, and he's dead on the floor. And then, and, and then his phone rings and he just gets up and answers it. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> he just gets up, he's fine. He's actually and dead. Like, oh, and then no, he's I'm like, dead. oh shit, my phone's ringing. Yeah, and he gets up normally, answers yeah. it, <laughs> and then just sitting there like, then just dies. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's meant to be it's funny. funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. That did make me laugh. Because he's, he's exercising, before that he's exercising, isn't he? And he's like, it's coming towards the end of the thing. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's just, just out standing there. on that plinth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh man. But then... Somebody shoots somebody near the end, and like when he's dying in her arms, it, his last words are just like, "You're cute," <laughs> and then just dies. I was like, "That's weird." <laughs> oh, was that the guy with the tracker that was trying to find that one girl all the way through? I think so. Yeah, because he came across the girl that was in Kill Bill. Yes, and she was like, "I love you," and he was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, this is awkward." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't. You're just my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he went off to find the girl he did like, and she <laughs> shot him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's just crazy. Uh, he always thought of Nariko as a daughter. Nariko, that's it. Ah, okay. Because he was rejected by his own daughter. So maybe he is on the phone uh, to his daughter. Okay, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, Takeshi. 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 Maybe he is on the phone to his daughter then, and because they don't have a good relationship. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, because he's been rejected by his own daughter, he always thought of her as daughter. So I've obviously missed like the line before where it's explaining that. It's yeah. not actually his daughter. And I've missed that completely because I thought that painting was a bit pedo-y. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> it's fatherly or in his attempt to be fatherly. <laughs> it is his daughter that calls him. It oh, is. is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Bad on that. Sweet. Nice spot. It's probably obvious and me and Steve just haven't paid attention. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, just been nodding away at the film, just in our own little space, enjoying just ourselves. Like, oh, look at that painting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 10 out of 10, love it. Yeah, <laughs> great Me film. Too. Definitely yeah. go watch it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. If Unless you like. you're not into violence because this whole film is yeah. very violent. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, violent. This is a lot of teenagers getting killed in a lot of brutal ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it is good, though. It's a good fun. It <laughs> yeah. is good fun. Well, I think that's it. That's all three. Yeah. Mm. Next week, then. So. What's our theme for next week? Uh, theme for next week is aviation. That should be interesting. What have you picked? I've picked the Aeronauts. I've never heard of that. Before I have. Prior, <laughs> I had never heard of that prior to um, to Matt saying that's why you wanted to watch this week. Yep. So I'm quite interested in how that's going to go. Yeah, I saw that but, at the cinema. So I'm, uh, did you? Yeah, I'm comfortable with that one. It's on my list. I've never seen it, but no. I like uh, Felicity Jones and obviously of course Eddie, you do. Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Felicity Jones is in Rogue One as well. She's, she is. Yeah, she's yeah. very good in that. Yeah. She's so good in that. And Eddie Redmayne's pretty good in most things. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think pretty it's pretty good standard actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's good. Puff from yeah. Jupiter Rising. Haven't seen that. Not seen that. Yeah, it was shit. Spoiler. <laughs> Ned, what's your pick for the week? Top Gun. Oi! Amazing. We've got to, get, uh, got to get Matt to see this yep. because inexplicably he hasn't and that's come up on three or four different podcasts but we're yeah. going to sort that out next week. Yeah, one out of ten. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, not yet, no. <laughs> I'm joking. 
Because <laughs> I know too, how much you two love it. And I haven't seen it yet. Carry on digging. <laughs> what have you fixed it? <laughs> edit, edit, edit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, my pick for this week, it, well, next week even, is Sully. Nice. Which I've only seen once. Um, so I'm quite happy to see what I think of it on a second watch. I've never I, seen it. No, I haven't seen it either. I know I know the story because I can remember it happening. But yeah. See, I'll, be, I I'll be interested to... Did you not? No, I completely dis- disregarded that this ever happened. Oh, no, mm. I can remember this. It was, it was This was quite big. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, yeah, obviously. It's unprecedented. Can, yeah, landing Did on a river. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it was, uh, I was following him on Facebook. There was lots of uh, Sully Sullenberger. Yeah. Appreciation post. <laughs> I'm sure there was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Player. Right, I think uh, that wraps up the show then. Uh, yep. You can follow us on most social media platforms. I say that. You can follow us on Instagram and you can follow us on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, that's about so it. You, Instagram's the one we use the most. You can follow us on two social media platforms. Yeah. <laughs> I've just given up with Facebook because they annoy me so much that they can jog on. Yeah. Um, they're not going to miss any of my business, but... No, they are not. So you can follow us on Instagram at Thrill Seekers or on Twitter. Our handle is at Seekers Thrill. Yes, backwards, because why would we do it forwards like professional... Normal people. Competent yeah. people. Yep. Yeah. If nothing else, just to screw me over when I have to say it. <laughs> I, I think I'm getting it wrong. Also, it might be worth saying, uh, you can email us at thrillseekers at gmail.com. Yeah. If you fancy getting in touch. Yeah, for anything. To either give us some shit or recommend some things for us. Yeah, please. please Are we also on Amazon Music? Uh, I think we should be. Yeah. My sister texted me and said that I found you on Amazon Music. Then Then we are. Then yes, (laughs) you know the answer to that. (laughs) (laughs) You you tell us, man. I've set it up. Yeah. yeah. Well, she asked if I was on Podbean. Yeah, we're on Podbean. And then she put, I found you, Amazon Music. Yeah, Yeah, definitely are on Podbean as well. Yeah. I can say Actually, we are yeah. on most podcasting. You can leave. Platforms. You can't do reviews on Podbean. <laughs> yeah, but you can do comments on Podbean. Which, if you want to comment, that would be a good place to do it. I think it's www.podbean.thrillseekers.com or something like that. Just go to yeah. Podbean and type it in. Yeah, yeah. There's a search, so that might be easier than if if people can't bother to email. But yeah, yeah. kind of those days, unless you're in the office. But if it's too mean, email it so nobody else sees it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. yeah. yeah, we can put it in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> we can hide it and pretend no one did it. I hope you enjoyed the show. It's a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. Come back anytime though. <laughs>